I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons about. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hi. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Les Hangout, a podcast where you get to hang out with two lesbians. This is your East Coast lesbian, Ellie Brigida. And I'm your West Coast lesbian, Lee Holmes Foster. And this is episode five, When Sally Met Sally. (laughs) (laughs) And this episode, we're going to be talking about, I think, an age-old question, right? Which is, can women who love other women be friends? I don't know. We will see. (laughs) I just want to take a minute to talk about the title of this episode. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, there is an iconic movie, When Harry Met Sally, with Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, where the main character, Harry, says that men and women can't be friends, and they spend the entire movie trying to prove they can be friends. And then, of course, they fall in love, and they're together forever. So we all know what the... What the answer to that one is. <laughs> yeah, and and a little more specifically, I think the title of the episode uh, came, like so many things do, from like some stupid conversation that you and I were having yep. where we decided we wanted to, to queer up when Harry met Sally and somehow we came up with when Sally met Sally. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't do when Harriet met Sally. Well, right, right, or anything where they didn't have the same name. <laughs> I don't know why that seemed more logical to us. Yeah, but actually recently... I just met two Rebecca's that both live in the same house. Okay, Uh so it's highly possible that a Sally could date a Sally. 
I'm just saying. I mean, it, of course it's possible. I just, I don't know why that was the go-to for us. It's like, oh, obviously twins. <laughs> I don't think anyone's even named Sally anymore. I'm sure there's Sally's out there. No, you know what? There's, uh, who's Sally who runs, uh, Fangirl Shirts. Isn't there, isn't one of them a Sally? They could be. Shout out to Fangirl Shirts. So <laughs> Shout out to all okay. the Sally's in the world. Shout out to Sally's. <laughs> we love you, Sally's. <laughs> So in today's episode, we are going to try to answer that age-old question for lesbians, uh, and we'll dive in on the different types of lesbian friends, different types of lesbian relationships that lesbians have with women, all types of women in their lives, um, and how we navigate those relationships as queer women. Uh, and be sure to stick around for the Q&A questions at the end, because we will want to know what you think as well. Well, what do you think, Lee? Can lesbians be friends? Oh, this is awkward. Did you think we were friends? <laughs> no, of course friends. I think we can be friends. I mean, I I mean, I, I don't think it's to you. It's not a secret. Like, absolutely. I think lesbians can be friends. Yes. I just think it depends on the situation because boundaries tend to be crossed sometimes. And if you're physically attracted to another person who is a lesbian, who is your friend, sometimes things get weird, you know? But most of the time, I think we're cool. <laughs> you can keep your hands to yourself that's what you're saying i mean we're we're literally three thousand miles apart right now so like i think you can handle it. i think that's why we can be friends <laughs> no oh. well okay i think that brings us to a good first starting point which is les bros les bros you're my yeah les bro. you're my les bro too you're my you're my gbf oh, i love it i have a lot of les bros and i Love them because sometimes you just need a friend who you're not into, who you can talk to about the girls that you're into. Right. Right. And who gets it and who gets it from like a queer perspective. Like that's like a very specific thing to add, right. To like add to that conversation. Oh, yeah. Not not like we don't have straight people who are friends or like who you can have those conversations with. But it is different. I think there's a difference. Yeah, I just I don't think they get it as much. And also, I love going to queer events. We know this. I need a lesbian crew. Sometimes I do go to those events alone because I'm a baller. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> get on your snapback. Oh, get God. Too many snapbacks. But <laughs> a lot of the times it's nice to have a crew to go with. Right. Right. And as we've discussed in other episodes, I mean, we talked about it with Valerie and we talked about it, I think, in, in another episode, too. Like, you don't generally just find, like, one lesbian. Exactly. Right? It's usually, we, we move in packs. And if you made out with everyone in your pack. Right. That's just not right, you know? That's awkward. Yeah. But how do you maintain that line, right? Like where, Between lesbos? Yeah. Like, where are the boundaries? It's about, you know, making making that obvious i mean making sure that's clear you know i mean i think there's a big difference uh i'll say for for you and i between like being married versus like being single right like i imagine that that makes a huge difference in terms of like how you maintain those relationships oh yeah when you're single it's like uh are we on a les bro date or are we on a date question mark <laughs> are you gonna tell can we tell the story i want to hear i've heard the story but i think everyone else needs to hear this story. i try to have so many les bros there's this girl in Boston. Her name is Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. And I wanted her to be my lesbro. And so we would text and we would try to schedule times to go out and meet girls together. Right? Like like wing woman style hanging out. Les lesbroing it up. Yeah. We were just broing out. So one night, 
we decided we were going to go out and a few other people were supposed to come with us. And of course, they all bailed, but I still wanted to go out. So then it ended up just being the two of us. (laughs) And (laughs) you're sitting there thinking, all right, well, we can go out and we'll we'll go out to a gay bar and we'll talk to other girls. We went to drag bingo at Club Cafe, which is all gay men. For any of you who are not familiar with the Boston gay male scene, it is Club Cafe. Yeah. So we went out, and while we were out, (laughs) this is probably one of the most awkward things that's ever happened to me. I got a text message from a girl named Sarah, and it was the girl next to me who had texted me, and it said, (laughs) I think I'm on a date with Ellie right now. Um, (laughs) I thought we were lesbos, but I don't know. And um, <laughs> the accidental texting. Yeah. Uh, it's like a movie. Yeah. It was um, <laughs> It's pretty bad. I have to cut in real fast because I just want all of our listeners to know that as a true lesbro who heard this story for the first time, that my immediate reaction was to say, is she crazy? And did she actually fake like accidentally text you or was it like fake like, oh no, I texted the wrong person. Oh, I accidentally texted you to see if this was a date. No. So that is the true caring response of a lesbro in that situation is, was this a mistake caused by alcohol or did you accidentally end up with crazy on your hands? And we think the answer was not, she's not crazy. She's not crazy. But I did have to ask. You have to jump, double check, <laughs> You right? really do, unfortunately. Because I care about you, Ellie, oh, that's why. Oh, thanks, bro. She's definitely not crazy, but... I'm super awkward, so, um... <laughs> well, and then you're playing that game of, like, was I sending signals that I didn't know I was sending? Exactly. And, you know. I was overthinking it. I was like, is this a date? Do I want this to be a date? I'm very confused. Yeah. And so I never, I didn't say anything to her. I just looked at my phone and just went back like everything was normal. And um, <laughs> when she realized that the text sent to me and not her friend... She was like, why didn't you tell me that I texted you? Why are you being weird? Because that was while you were still out that night. Yeah. While we were still out. Same night. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was a strange night. Yeah. See, and that is a situation that I never find myself Mm. in. I mean, I feel like for me, it's never it's never a question. You know, if I hang out with someone, uh, I sincerely doubt there's ever the question of are we on a date or not? But again, because I'm married. Right. And I think that also then brings a whole new set of things about being friends with lesbians who are in a relationship, right? Yes. And I'm friends with a lot of lesbian couples. And I actually really love being friends with lesbian couples because the lines are so much more defined. Yeah. In a good way. Also, we're we're just charming. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) You can see all the love and the cuteness. (laughs) And I gush. But yeah, I think it's really nice to be friends with lesbian couples. And I think also there's this stereotype that lesbian couples like get together and then they hide for the rest of their lives. Just the two of them with a blanket and a cat. Uh, Ours is a blanket and a dog, but I get your point. It's fine. But (laughs) I don't think that lesbian couples really want that. Like everyone wants new friends. They don't just pair up and then never talk to another human being again. (laughs) (laughs) We do talk. We do talk to other people. Yeah, I will say that. And the dog. But I mean, sometimes we talk for the dog. It's fine. Mostly the dog. It's totally normal. But yeah, I mean, I think if you are friends with lesbians who are in a monogamous relationship, because sometimes people are in open relationships or poly relationships, and that's a little bit different. 
But I know I personally try to actively be friends with both of them in a similar amount. I mean, I don't think you need to do that, but I just find yeah. myself not trying to make one of them feel like I like them more than the other or that kind of thing. Uh, I think you like me better. <laughs> don't tell Kelsey. Are you listening, Kelsey? <laughs> I won't tell her. It's, it's just, It can be our secret. And everyone else who's listening to this podcast. <laughs> so three people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, we have hit our thousand downloads already. Yeah, it's very it exciting. Is exciting. We are super excited that you guys are checking checking the podcast out and enjoying it. And we have loved hearing from you. This is just a complete aside, but we're very happy. So so thanks. Keep listening, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that also brings us to lesbians who are not in a monogamous relationship, who are in open relationships. And sometimes the lines yeah. are blurred there too, right? And I know I know couples who have invited a friend in for a threesome or something of that nature or who date other people. So not all lesbians and relationships are in this box where yeah. you can't touch. Well, and I feel like I've seen that too. Like, I mean, you know, in that through the lesbian grapevine way of like, I'm not on dating apps but I feel like that's the thing that I've seen people complaining about where they're like why are lesbian dating apps like all couples yes. looking for threesome yes there are a lot <laughs> which apparently is a thing who knew you know I'm missing out on so much mm. Bad. well tinder is a lot of couples looking for a threesome at least like if you're on her it's just women looking for another because I'm yeah. I could be about that which I feel like is one of the things about dating right now where it's like don't get me wrong like I think open relationships and poly relationships like I think it's great that people are comfortable and that there's like space right now for people to have those relationships more openly and more honestly than I think was the case in even like the not that distant past but also if you are like like me you know where you're just like a monogamous homebody I can't imagine trying to date these days it just seems impossible yeah it's uh, a little tricky but <laughs> It's quite fun. So Unless you like <laughs> accidentally end up on a date with a lesbian that you weren't expecting. I mean, you know, sometimes. Yeah. It makes for some great stories. So not trying to couple off too soon. Uh, okay. So anyways, so, so yes, I mean, obviously there's a whole different set of rules. There's a whole new manual if you are dealing with a couple that is actively seeking an active participant in their relationship or just in their bedroom, you know, whatever that may be. I think that's... Uh, I have no advice for you there, but Godspeed to you all. <laughs> I think we should also talk about that third party that sometimes, I don't know if you've experienced this, if people will come up to you and be like, oh, you and your wife are so hot. Can I have a threesome with you? Did you ever know, do that? no one has ever said that to us, which really? now I'm taking as an insult. Are we not hot enough? What's up with that? My wife is a very good looking woman. and Your wife is a babe. I married up, you guys. It's okay to admit that. <laughs> um, no, but I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Like, I think I think it's getting into that whole stereotype of, like, I don't know if there's a specific word for it. I want to call it, like, the the lesbian predator, like, the sexual predator of lesbian, like, which is a stereotype that I think we all know. I think it's the classic, like, the Shane yep. from the L word or the, um, what's her name? Below, Below her, mouth. her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That person, and I think specifically it bothers me when it's when it's a lesbian, I don't know why, it like grates on my nerves more, but that person where just like everything is sex. 
everything is sexual. They just want to create sexual tension with every woman that they talk to, you know? You're not, yeah, you should see, I wish you could all see Ellie's face right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, it's, but yeah. that's a legit thing. We've all met them. I don't know what's happening because I don't want to have sex with you, and I feel like you're making it sound like everything I say means I do, and I really don't. You know, they're, everything they do is smoldering. And they're looking at you. Yeah. Sometimes I fall for the smolder, though. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I'm, we're, I don't, we don't need to, like, name names. What I would like to say is, don't be that lesbian. <laughs> Just don't do that. If you find, like, you can't have friendships, like, honest, real friendships with other lesbians, you might be that person. <laughs> People take it a little far. Sometimes people are just friends. But yeah, I think this brings us to a little bit of sort of why that that comes about. Because there is sexual tension between a lot of lesbian friends. That is real. And so we bring us to the lesbian friends with benefits. Mm. Mm. When you're friends with a lesbian or a bisexual woman or a queer woman who you're attracted to... And they're attracted to you and you're not going to date. However, those lines are real blurred <laughs> when <laughs> physical things come into play, right? Yeah. Well, and I think because the other thing is, I mean, we did a whole episode on like, you know, falling for straight girls and being into straight girls. And I feel like this, it's like the complete opposite situation where it's like being like a kid in a candy store you know where it's like you're into someone and they're into you and you're both into women what 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 yeah it gets uh <laughs> it's a very different situation mm -hmm. I was talking to a friend the other day and she was talking about how she dated one of her friends for a month or two because as we all do and she was like yeah you know I liked her as a person she like me as a person, we were both lesbians and we just looked at each other and we were like, does does this make sense? Should we do this? <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, she she basically was like, yeah, but there wasn't a lot of sexual chemistry and that kind mm. of stuff. And that happens, too. Yeah. And or maybe you're meant to be friends and yeah, there's some attraction there, but you're not going to date and you're just not compatible in that way. But it gets really confusing. Oh. I go out to a lot of lesbian events and if you see two girls together, I can never tell if girls who are dancing all over each other, holding hands, kissing each other, I don't know if they're together or if they're mm -hmm. just best friends who sometimes hook up and really <laughs> like each other. I, I have no clue. I really don't. Yeah, it is different. And I think especially like it is something that I think is more common, but I think it does get messier in like queer communities and like queer friendships like the whole friends with benefits thing you know because I think it is hard like not to you know play into this whole like stereotype about women but like come on we have feelings besides just that what how do you navigate that if you're trying to like meet someone hit on someone at a bar and you're like yeah like if you don't know what the what the status is what is the situation there you know oh yeah how do you approach it right I was at a bar and a friend that I was with this is just classic lesbian. A friend that I was with made out with a girl at the bar. Another girl who was at the bar with them was her roommate and also was hooking up with her. Oh, God. And got very angry at this girl who made out with my friend. And they both left crying. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
awesome. I'm just gonna say that is like lesbians right there. That's so lesbian, that's, right? That's so. Le- oh my god, can that be like a new? Can that be a new show that's too? So lesbian. Yeah. I mean, that was that's so Raven, right? She came out. We're not gonna say stereotypes don't exist for reasons. Sometimes. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, but I think when we're talking about friends with benefits, especially because you are friends. I think the most important thing to do to maintain that friendship, if you want to keep that friendship and not have it be so messy, is just make sure your boundaries are clearly lined up. Yes, it gets messy, but also as women, for the most part, we are good at communicating. Mm -hmm. At least I feel like I am with my friends. (laughs) I think it's just important to just talk it out. Make it clear what are your intentions, what are their intentions, And then you move forward from there. I think that's also true of a lot of these situations that we've talked about so far, I think, is not just being clear about them, but also being honest with yourself about what they are. Because I think that comes across to other people, you know, and I think if you know what your intentions are, that will come across as well. You know, I mean, I don't think I have to do much to just have it be very clear that, like, I'm not interested in anybody who is not my wife. I mean, I think that is pretty straightforward because... I'm not interested in anybody who's not my wife. It's not even a question, you know, it doesn't even enter the equation to say, like, how do I need to act appropriately in this situation? Like, yeah, well, your boundaries as a married woman are already set. Yeah. In a way, uh, because people, especially people who know you, know you are in a monogamous relationship and that this is what that means. But you can't always assume when you're single, for sure, which is why I over communicate maybe but I will always tell someone here's what I'm interested in yeah and that's it if you like it cool if you don't like we'll make (laughs) someone else work do you need like a little card that's just like here are my intentions oh intentions cards yeah we'll print you up some okay we'll get you like a little let's hang out logo hi I'm Ellie here are my intentions oh I love that would you like to be friends have sex (laughs) make out a little bit (laughs) little more <laughs> we can have like a sliding scan that's no, fine okay we're getting a little too detailed here this you're right it's, it's not important but right. that's it's something we should look into so i do think this brings us into if we're talking about intentions lesbian friends that turns into a relationship sure absolutely i mean i think a lot of our relationships start that way right you start out as i mean i think most relationships you start out as friends maybe less so these days a lot of people meet meet online or meet through apps and stuff but i think it's a It's not an uncommon thing, right? It's pretty, yes, it is pretty common. I like to say that friendship is lesbian foreplay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Because I don't think a truer statement has ever been said. (laughs) How how do you describe this podcast, Ellie? What are you and I doing? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Very long and extensively edited lesbian foreplay. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) That's a lot of work. Okay, don't Google that. Kids, don't try this at home. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. 
With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. But yeah, in uh, episode three, we talked about falling in love with your straight best friend. But what happens when you fall in love with your queer best friend? Mm, Yeah. Because the chances are higher, they will also fall in love with you. If they're gay, yes. Right? Yeah. Like, your odds certainly go up then if they're straight. Well, were you and Kelsey friends before you started dating? Uh, we were, yes. I mean, also, to be fair, you know, Kelsey had not come out yet when when we were friends, so... Uh, I mean, those those processes happen somewhat simultaneously. When Kelsey and I met, I was in a relationship with, with my ex. We'll, you know, we'll get to that. Um... But, you know, it was someone that I could talk to about that because she didn't know my know my relationship and know my ex-girlfriend, really. And so she kind of became like that that person that I could go to talk to about uh, how that was sort of like falling apart. So we definitely started out as friends, but, you know, she wasn't it wasn't exactly falling for your your queer best friend because, yes, um, that was not the expectation that I think either of us had at that time. And well, my most recent relationship was with someone I had been friends with for four years. Yeah. Before we started dating. Yeah, we did. We were not friends for four years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is a slow burn, man. Yeah. Ooh. Well, she was dating men for that entire time. Yeah. So similar, I guess. Especially once you find out that one of your friends has a crush on you and you take a second and you stop to think about it. It just makes sense. Yeah. For a lot of people you know you like them already. Right. Right? And And you're friends. In a way, it's almost better because when I'm dating, I just do stupid things. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or, you know, you're just, you're not as much yourself, I think, if you go into a situation being like, this is a date. You put on this. Right. There's that, there's that facade. There's like the, the date you, you know. Exactly. The better version that you want to present. (laughs) Yeah, so your friend knows the not-as-great version of you. Yeah. But that's also nice, because then you know that they really like you. Right. Well, and it's also, I mean, just in a general sense, I think it's something that I love about lesbian relationships and about being a lesbian in a general sense is I feel like they're, to me, like, there's a different level of friendship in our relationships in a, in a general sense. You know, like, I mean, not like I don't know straight couples who I think are 
best friends with each other, absolutely. But I also know plenty of straight couples who, like, have so many different interests and they're hanging out with different people all the time. And it's, you know, it's always like, oh, great, you know, my husband's going to be out of the house tonight. I can watch this show that I like and talk to my girlfriends. And first of all, stop using the word girlfriends, straight people. It's confusing. Um, you know, but it's like, but you have those conversations sometimes. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want to do all that stuff with your husband? Like, that's why you married them, right? Is so you can do everything all the time together because they're your best friend. <laughs> and because we're lesbians. Because we're lesbians. And apparently and we that have is no not, boundaries. Yes. Like, it, I'm not going to say it, it is not a thing in straight relationships, but I think it's a much more ubiquitous thing in lesbian relationships. I think you see that a lot, that you are literally each other's best, best friends, um, in addition to being in a relationship with each other, which is, to me, it's the best. It's like the best thing. It is. It's beautiful. I mean, people always say you should spend your life with your best friend, mm -hmm. right? And so it's just nice when your best friend happens to be someone that you also are attracted to. And is a babe. I mean, who said that? Yeah, what? right? I think it makes a lot of sense. It's also convenient. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing sometimes. Yeah. For some people, you spend so much time with this person that you end up not spending time with other sure. potential yes. prospects. Yeah. Because they're your friend. And therefore, you become very involved with them. Right. That's your central relationship in your life. I think the very stereotypical danger there, too, also is of just be becoming friends, right? Like, just being friends. And that's the whole, like, lesbian bed death and, like, you'll just be friends. And I, I mean, which I like yeah. to say is, like, not really as big of a problem as I think, like, modern media has made it out to be. But I think is a is a real thing to talk about as well, right? Is, like... If you have that close of a friendship and that sense of comfort and familiarity, you know, how do you also make sure that that doesn't just become what your relationship is, right? Yeah, there's um this thing like your best friend is like a, an old sweatshirt or something. Right. And like an old sweatshirt isn't really sexy, right? The way you avoid that, marry a babe. Who's what? Mm, sorry. Yeah. Good for you, Lee. Mm -hmm. You get it. Be like me, kids. No. Um... <laughs> No, but I think that's true. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of things that play into that. Yes, absolutely. I think it's a benefit. Sure, it can lead to, you know, issues in some cases, maybe. But the other thing that I think is interesting that we should talk about is sort of the flip side of that, right? So we talked about friends turning into a relationship and that really close friendship that, that you have with your, with your significant other as lesbians. Um, and then what about when that relationship sometimes ends? And then you're best friends with your ex? Going back to being friends, just friends, right? Mm -hmm. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit, because this was actually something that I thought was really funny. I was just watching, uh, one of the episodes of How I Met Your Mother this week, and it's the episode where... And the whole takeaway moral of this episode is, you know, kids never, ever invite an ex to your wedding. That's his that's his rule, basically, that he's t trying to tell his children, you know, years in the future, don't ever invite an ex to your wedding. And of course, I'm watching this episode just cracking up because like my ex was in my wedding. Right? So, I mean, I think that's like also a kind of common lesbian stereotype is to to remain good friends with your exes after you've broken up. Oh, for sure. I was having a bet with my friend the other day about which one of our friends would have the most exes at their <laughs> wedding. Uh, and yeah, it was actually a, a really difficult debate because yeah. a lot of people have their exes at their wedding. Because it's not an uncommon thing, especially for 
women, right? Like we do have those close friendships and it's hard even when you break up you don't necessarily want to just cut that person out of your life. You know, like I was with my ex-girlfriend for three and a half years, like through high school into college. And she's someone who was really, really important in my life and who was a wonderful friend and still is a wonderful friend, you Mm -hmm. know, and you don't just stop being important to each other because your relationship didn't work out. Yeah. And especially with that much time, there's so much that you went through together. Right. Yeah. How do you cut that person out of your life when they were so much to you for so long? Yeah. Especially because we're lesbians in a very deep friendship kind of way that I don't know exist as much in heterosexual couples. Yeah, I think it's harder for straight couples, for straight people to do that, to to remain close friends with exes. And I do think a lot of them still are friends with their exes because it's the same. It's similar. Yeah. They were such a huge part of their lives. But like you said before, we, we do everything together, whereas... You know, if you are in a heterosexual couple and you break up, the guy had had spent all of his time with his guy friends. The girl has her girlfriends, girls that are friends, (laughs) gal pals. Okay, their lives were a little bit more separate. Mm -hmm. Usually. Yeah. And I think also it's it's looked on differently. You know, I think it's it. People treat it differently if you're trying to stay you know, if a girl's trying to stay friends with her ex-boyfriend versus, like, you know, staying friends with your ex-girlfriend because you're both girls and you're friends, right? I mean, I, I think there's different expectations there. There's a different amount of weird judgment and stigma placed on it, you know? Oh, yeah, there's much less in lesbian relationships. People are like, oh, I'm friends with my ex. And they're like, oh, yeah, here's mine. She's, <laughs> she's with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Here, meet her. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I do feel like there is some... Like, do you think it's true? I feel like with lesbians especially, it's like either you stay like really good friends with your ex or it's like bridge burned forever. Yeah, there's really no middle ground to be real. It's very dramatic. I feel like it always lands in one of those two camps, you know? Yeah, no, it's either dead to me or godmother of my baby. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's not always immediate. I mean, it's not like my ex and I broke up and, like, immediately became best friends. Like, you know, we had had to take some time and, like, figure out how to, like, re-become, like, something in each other's lives and what that was going to look like when it wasn't what it had been for such a long time, you know? Well, yeah, it's the same thing with boundaries for everything. You have to redefine that relationship. What does it mean in a way that is not hurtful to both of you? Yeah. And makes sense. And I think it depends on, like, the people that you both are, you know? I mean, obviously, like... She's also someone who I care about a lot and who has always been, like, super supportive and super respectful of my relationship with my wife, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, like, was there at our wedding. And I think, you know, also, like, the person that you're with now, like, my wife has has never had a problem with that. You know, like, she's always understood that relationship and has never had any weird issues or jealousy or, like, no, I mean, it's just... You know, it was like a very open, I mean, I think what you were saying before, like communicating, you know, like being clear about what everything is and, and you know, making sure that everyone kind of is on the same page. And then you have a beautiful lesbian wedding with your exes. I mean, it's fine. I really wish that I was at that wedding. Like, I just met you too late, you know? <laughs> we'll do another one. We'll do one just for you, Ellie. 
Oh, that would be great. Wedding you guys should. Two. You guys should still have one. Like for your anniversary, you yeah. could renew your vows. I mean, we've talked point. about it mostly because like we got married. I think like right before Pinterest like exploded. You know, which like in some ways was great because I think it took a lot of the pressure out of planning. I feel like watching people plan weddings these days, I'm like, there's too many ideas. How do you make a decision? Like, I'm not good at making decisions. And we got to avoid a lot of that. But also then you see like really cool ideas and you're like, oh, damn it. I already did my wedding. (laughs) We could have done this. So yeah, we should just do more like a new wedding every like five years or so. Why not? I honestly, this is probably a whole other episode, lesbian weddings to be real, but. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. We should do that. I would love to just have a party that celebrates my love like with people period like it's just like here's a party and let's celebrate how much I love you guys and this is like my wedding to my friends to my fr- <laughs> yeah that's a pretty lesbian thing to do huh a friend a friend wedding yeah a friend a fretting because that is that a thing Fre- no that sounds terrible you know it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine as we segue back from lesbian weddings yeah why is it so difficult to navigate these relationships as women I think this is sort of like bringing together everything that we've talked about so far in this episode, because I think a lot of what it comes down to with all of the different aspects of this, the different relationships that we've covered, the different, you know, types of interactions that you have, I think it's just there's a lot of of muddier waters when you're dealing with two women. You know, society is pretty heteronormative. There's a lot of things and expectations and sort of, you know, norms that I think people know to kind of follow without really having to spell them out. And I think as soon as you take away that kind of heteronormative dichotomy, I think it gets a little blurrier, you know, because you are, you're entering into these relationships where you are really good friends and sometimes it's going to become something more and sometimes it can't become something more and sometimes it shouldn't become something more and sometimes it does and then you realize it shouldn't have, you know? And I mean, I think there's a lot of different things that can happen and it's hard because it's sort of unavoidable. Oh yeah, the lines are very, very blurred. If you think about it, if you had a guy with a girlfriend and he slept over a friend's house that was a girl, even if he just slept over, period, I think people would feel weird. But let's say he slept over and they cuddled on the couch or something. Sure. People would be up in arms. And everyone would feel like that's a normal thing to say, like, that's not okay, right? Yeah. But I feel like as lesbians, like, I hold hands with my friends who are in relationships with other girls. Yeah. I kiss my friend and her girlfriend all the time. (laughs) I don't make out with them, but... When we say goodbye, I kiss my friend and then I'm like, oh, her girlfriend's here, too. I don't want her to feel left out. And I'm like, oh, here's a kiss for you. Just to be fair. You know, yeah. I mean, also, like, they're both cute. So I would I would always (laughs) kiss them. But yeah, you know, the one the one that came to mind for me, too, is like, I just remember I feel like it was this summer that the whole thing broke about Mike Pence and how Mike Pence kind of follows the Billy Graham rule, which is like, you know, I don't have meals with a woman who's not my wife if my wife's not there and all this stuff. Obviously, as women, that should offend you because it's a bullshit misogynistic rule. Um, But also as a lesbian, like my very first reaction is I was like, well, how would that work for lesbians? Like what what I'm not allowed to be friends with other girls like that's ridiculous, ridiculous right like it's just it's laughable you're like come on like of course I have to be able to like go out to dinner with a woman who's not my wife like how would I have any friends right <laughs> yep a man you can go out to dinner with a guy too right exactly there's something almost freeing about like being outside of all of those expectations you know because it's like not just 
does it open us up to say, look, like, you know, as long as we trust each other, like, would I, like, yeah, if my wife wants to go sleep over with a friend's house, like, that would never cross my mind to be like, um, well, maybe we should talk about this first. I'd be like, no, have fun. Okay, if you get cold cuddle, that's cool. Like, wh- I mean, whatever. Like, those are your friends. Of course, that's what you're going to do. You know, and I think uh, what I've always thought is great, too, is like, we have that freedom with dudes, too. Like, you know, we've definitely had, like, friends' husbands who are like, hey, I'm in town, I'm gonna come hang out, like, can I crash at your place? And we're like, yeah, let's go get dinner, and then you can, like, come stay over, that's cool. And, like, no one thinks that's weird, because I'm like, we could not be less interested in you if we tried. <laughs> yeah. But there's the, that's the thing, too, even if you weren't a lesbian, a straight girl who's not interested in that guy, still... He could be he could sleep over at her house. He he could. But I think it would be treated differently. Right. Whether it's fair or not, I think it would be. And that's what's nice is like we don't have we don't have to deal with any of that. you know. Oh, yeah. Because people just are like, oh, well, it's fine. Because I think it just it removes a lot of those kind of like built in, you know, society judging fingers pointing at you saying like "Mm, this isn't appropriate you know men and women I think exactly why we went with when Harry met Sally right because that's the whole thing the whole idea is like men and women can't be friends can't be alone together they will always want to bang and it's like no actually like plenty of men and women do not want to have sex with each other also just as much as I do not want to have sex with any man I'm gonna be friends with you know I think it would also be interesting to see what the dynamic is in a relationship where one of the partners is bisexual, mm. I I wasn't a part of that relationship. And I even felt it for myself. I felt like, you know, you can hang out with girls and that's fine. But if you're hanging out with a guy by yourself, like that would stress me out. Yeah, see, because I feel like as much as we are like freed from a lot of those expectations as lesbians, I feel like like bisexual people have like double them. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. double. There's like all of the judgment, all of the stigma, like all the time. It must just be endless. Yeah. And I would try really hard to be like, it's OK. Let me reframe my frame of mind. But society has told us for so long like men and women cannot be alone together that it was ingrained in me too even in a queer relationship (laughs) society and mike pence (laughs) (laughs) and i'm here to tell you mike pence is wrong about most things in life true i think a lot of it is crap i think there's a lot of expectations that are placed on people i feel like getting to exist a lot of times outside of those that you really get to see how confining they are and how unnecessary they are you know i mean realistically the fact that I think it's nice that we can hang out with male friends and not have it seem like it's a weird thing, like, is not any different than us hanging out with female friends. Like, we're married. We're just not interested in anyone. It doesn't matter, you know? Like, it shouldn't be weird, regardless of what our our particular sexual orientation happens to be. I, I think we're getting there, but I, I wish it was a little farther along than it is. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not there yet. And I think also thinking about women, we also form more intimate relationships with a wider variety of women or a a higher number of women as women. Mm. I just said women like 7,000 times. (laughs) Say women again. Um, (laughs) Women. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? It's as women, we form intimate relationships with each other. It's like you have women on the brain. I do always. (laughs) (laughs) We have intimate friendships. Yeah that are not relationships. Right. And that's important. And I think it's important to have those. And they're very important to us. Exactly. And to cut those people out of your life is just stupid. Here, here. 
Here, here. <laughs> but yeah, of course, when they're also queer women and you're single, it can be blurred. It's always everything's blurry. My vision's blurry. Life is blurry. That's it. Life is blurry. Okay. Okay. Is that our? Is that how we're wrapping things up? Life is yeah, blurry. Yeah, I think that. I think the end is life is blurry. Friendship is lesbian foreplay, <laughs> but also sometimes isn't. <laughs> and there you go. There it is, listeners. We've done it for you. We've wrapped up in a done bow. Done it again. All right. Well, does this mean we're at our Q and Gay? Oh my God! Is it time for Q and Gay? I'm so excited. Q, 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 and Gay. All right. If you could be lesbros. With just one of these celesbians, which would it be? A, Kate McKinnon. B, Natasha Negovanlis. Oh, my God. C, Ellen DeGeneres. And D, Ellen Page. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Many Ellens. This is too much. I can't handle Question one, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of Ellens. E, all of the above. Uh, No. Okay. I'm going to go with... Kate McKinnon. I'm going to say Kate McKinnon. All right. Good call. Good call. All right. Have you ever fallen for a lesbian, bisexual, queer friend? I'm going to say no, because my wife wasn't queer when we met, and my ex-girlfriend and I were set up together. So we didn't really, we we didn't really, like, hang out a bunch of friends Mm -hmm. first. Yeah. Okay. So this is a similar question. Have you ever dated a girl who was previously a good friend? Yes. And that's your wife? Yeah. I think we've covered my dating history is very small. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The big question. Do you think women who love other women can be friends with each other? Yeah, I I still do. My answer has not changed from the beginning. I absolutely do. You're my friend, Ellie. Oh, let's be friends. Let's be friends. (laughs) All right. Next question. Can you... Make out with your lesbian friends with no strings attached. I mean, I cannot, but that's just me. And I am like, I mean, I think if I was a a superhero, I would be Captain Monogamy. So like, that's... Captain Monogamy? (laughs) I'm very good at monogamy. I'm like, that's just how I am. So I don't think I could because I don't think I could handle that. But I feel like people can good for them it's not for me do you and your significant other have any rules for hanging out with other lesbians or other people outside of your marriage that's you know we do not um i mean i think that's like a very comfortable thing about our relationship is like i don't think we worry about it at all you know it's a lot of trust it's a lot of trust in our in our marriage but no we don't have any rules i mean i don't think i don't think it's ever even come up well, that's my last question of the Q&A. Remember that you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. And you can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, leshangoutpod.com. And if you like what you hear and you want to help us out and help us reach more beautiful women who love other women, you can give us a review on iTunes. We have loved reading them. We really enjoy seeing that you guys are are liking the podcast. It means so much to us. My favorite one was Yes, Queens, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ali's going to print that out and like hang it on her wall or something. Yeah, put it on my wall. Um, Also, if you just want to follow us individually, uh, the best place to find me, Lee Holmes Foster, is on Twitter at LSH Foster. And the best place to find me 
is at leb2792 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back with a new episode in two weeks, and we can't wait. I'm Lee. And I'm Ellie. And And let's let's hang hang out out again again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.